welcome to 2022. We are, it's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful uh, start. It's spring's coming around and, and spring's here actually. And you know, the weather in the Northeast is supposed to be beautiful. And then the market go goes and does what it's been doing. It's been pretty yucky the last few days. But you know, that being said, uh, you know, because the weather's coming around, I think what you're going to start seeing is more and more people going to start their road trips. And we're going to start doing these, um, these sort of uh, vacations. And one of these things that I saw, which I actually got a kick out of, is, is this meme. And for those of you who are listening to us on, on, uh, on podcasts, on audio only, it's this meme that says, I get emotionally attached to the cars ahead of me on long road trips. And I'm guilty of this. So there's two things on this, right? So you're in these cars. And you're on these road trips and um and then you you think you're going to be on uh, following this car you start following license plates you know pinky used to have this great game that we still play with the kids sometimes where you try to track the license plates but then you start getting connected with some people you're following each other one person's like in front just in case they're speeding and then you switch and the other person's in front so you get these sort of connections and then you go and take the exit and you leave them so but that's not really what i want to talk about i guess what i'm really talking about is you know when you're in traffic and and this is we're in New Jersey, right? So we all know about traffic in New Jersey, and you're about to take the turnpike, uh, pay the pay the toll, or go through the Easy Pass, and you're in this lane and it's not moving, and then there's this other lane that's like flying. It's just every car after car after car. So the minute it's safe, you try to get into that lane, and the next thing you know, the lane that you were in starts easing up and starts moving. Well, here we go. This is where people are in the market today. This is where people are with their investments today. Because what's happening is they're wondering if they're in the right lane. So a lot of people think that it, you need to predict where stock prices are going to be, where equity prices are going to be to get ahead. But that's not really required to perform the to outperform the markets, right? How many times have you been in this traffic and you switch to this faster lane like me, and then boom, it comes to a standstill. And then when you're ready to kind of move into the next lane, everybody's zipping by so you can't get in. You finally get a moment to get in, and then it goes to a standstill. And quite frankly, that's where a lot of accidents happen too. And that's where you have to sort of imagine where your investments are right now. You know, you do this, it adds anxiety, it increases the risk of an accident, and you may or may not have improved your situation because I'm notorious for this. In those traffic situations, I'll pick a car. I'm like, okay, there's a white SUV. And I'm going to make sure that I track that white SUV. And as long as I come out ahead of that guy, I feel like I made the right decision. And usually what happens is, you know, Van Halen's jump or the Jackson 5 comes on the radio and I forget about the white SUV. And then at that point, it doesn't really matter because I had to get where I had to get, not where Mr. White SUV was getting there too, right? And I know I've shown this before, but this is sort of the emotional cycle that people go through when they start reacting and basically making these decisions. So we're optimistic. People were getting optimistic and they're like, yeah, let's kind of see how the market goes. But then they get elated and they're like, hey, things are really good. I'm going to get into the market right now. And then what happens is things start dipping and they start getting nervous. But okay, some really handsome, smart, smart, bald financial advisor attorney told me I need to stay the course. So they stay the course. But then later you get into this fear point and they're like, okay, I'm out. I don't want any part of this anymore. Things are going to get worse before they get better. And maybe they will. So they exit out and then boom, the market starts rebounding and then they go through the cycle all over again. 
But here's the thing that I need to remind you of. First of all, you need to know what your lane is. You need to know what your destination is. If you're in the position right now where you're, you need to start taking income out of your portfolio, you want to be strategic about where that income is coming from. If you're not in a position where you have to take income out and you're looking for a longer term investment, if you have a longer horizon, five years, eight years, well, then, yeah, you can be a little bit more uh, patient. And in fact, you probably should be. If you haven't seen my last video on this about how patience paid off about 12 years ago, let me know. Uh, you can probably find it on our Facebook, our YouTube, our Twitter, uh, pretty much anywhere uh, videos are sold these days. So that is something that we want to be extremely mindful of is are we staying in our lane? Do we know what our destination is? And here's why. Last slide, I promise. Here's why we have to be optimistic, because if we don't stay disciplined, we are decreasing our chances of long-term success because, and some of you have seen this one as well too, reacting can hurt your performance. This bar chart, for those of you who are listening to us on audio, basically talks about what happens if you only missed a few days of strong returns. So this is from 1990 to 2021. If you missed the single best day, sorry, let's just say you stayed invested from 1990 to 2021 in the S&P 500. You got a 10.76% rate of return. Woohoo! We love that. That's great stuff, right? Um, quite frankly, I mean, we'd, we'd be thrilled with 10.76. It's really hard not to meet your financial goals with 10.76%. And all you had to do was do nothing. That's basically you had to stay disciplined. I don't have people with money problems. I got money with people problems, right? I mean, I don't mean that in a negative way. It just means that we've got to have these conversations and we have to make sure we stay disciplined. So you miss the single best day. Okay, fine. I went from 10.76 to 10.38%. Not great, but I'm not really going to feel that in most cases. But you miss the five best days. Okay, now we're talking maybe like 1% less. You go from 10.76 to 9.18%. And then finally, if you miss the 25 best days, you go from 10.76 to like 5.5. You're almost cut in half for the 25 best days. Now, I've had folks tell me, well, that's isn't that the case if you miss the worst days as well? Absolutely. If you miss the 25 worst days, you're probably going to be much better off. When are those 25 best days or worst days? We don't know. And that's why it's not timing the market. It's time in the market. You've got to find a way to stay in the market. And if you don't know whether you should be in the market or not in the market or how you should be invested more aggressively, less aggressively, that's the time to really step back and either get the advice if you're not doing it. I might know a guy who could help you or quite frankly, you know, do it yourself. Use some of the tools that are out there to figure out what your investment horizons are. And it doesn't have to be the same thing for everybody. You might decide, well, this is for my child or my grandchild's college. And the kid's in eighth grade, so I know I've got like a four-year horizon. This is for my retirement. And maybe my retirement is five years away. Maybe my retirement is 20 years away. So I know I got a longer span in that situation. This is for the vacation home that I want to build. What's my investment horizon? So knowing what you're investing for will give you an idea. Last thing I say, I promise on this, there is a temptation right now to jump out and put my cash under the mattress and say, you know what? I'm just going to ride this whole thing out. Remember, missing the best day, missing the worst day, you, you could basically see what how, I just talked about what the impact of that is. Secondly, you stick that cash under the mattress right now. What happens? Well, that cash, which is maybe $100,000, 
isn't going to be able to buy the same amount of stuff because the price of everything has gone up. Check out your gas station, check out your grocery store, um, check out Netflix, quite frankly, right? Everything's getting more expensive. So you need to have some level of growth if you want to maintain your purchase power. All right, enough soapbox stuff. It's supposed to be a beautiful day. And myself, um, we've got a fun few months coming up. We've got a, I've got a daughter who's graduating high school. I've got a, um, a son who's got a junior prom coming up. Daughter's got a senior prom coming up. These are fun times. Let your money work for you. Stay disciplined. And of course, if there's any way that we can help, if there's anything that you need, don't hesitate to reach out to us. I'm Neil Shaw from Shaw Planet. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and just give us any feedback, anything you want to talk about, anything you want to hear about. We're here. All right, everybody, stay safe, stay well, stay kind to one another, and I will see you next week on Sha